Hi, everybody. I'm going to walk up here. I kind of created a vibe. I don't know if you noticed. I like this vibe. It's kind of like a homey vibe. I'm going to sit. I hope that's okay. Um, I'm really excited just to kind of hang out with you guys today. Um, the title of this session will be together probably for half an hour, uh, 40 minutes as we wrap up the rest of the day. Um, but this session is entitled Becoming Me. And I think we all are on a journey in becoming and really developing who we are. And so I want to talk about that today. I'll do a little like intro to give us some perspective this morning. And then um, I'm also going to be administering administering <laughs> um, a personality test and give you guys the opportunity to kind of hone on, hone in on your specific personality. And then on the back side of that, we'll break it down and I'll talk about um, the strengths that are associated with those different types of personalities, the barriers or the challenges, the weaknesses that tend to fall in those categories, but then how um, we can overcome those and what the Holy Spirit can kind of work on the inside of us to really push through those, and then ultimately just kind of provide some encouragement there at the end. Sound good? Okay, so I love this topic really of um, just becoming me and developing. Naturally, I am drawn to a challenge. I am drawn to a situation that needs growth and needs development, um, and I'm constantly wanting to improve myself. So I'm drawn to be a mentor to others professionally, younger, older, in various roles. But I also love when someone comes alongside of me and mentors me and really um, points out things that I need improvement on and gives me some direction and allows me really just to flourish. So that's kind of what I want to be for you guys today is just to provide that encouragement um, and to give some perspective today. Um, so I know that when we're talking from a biblical perspective, you know, Jesus already died on the cross and already did everything he's going to do for us, but now it's up to us to really put some action into becoming who we are meant to be. And so that's what I really want to focus on um, today. So I've got lots of notes here on my phone, so I'll be referring to them just because I really want to make sure that I'm communicating clearly and providing you guys with the information today. But really... We're all on a journey of self-development, and the fact that you guys came on a Saturday here to a women's conference makes me know that I'm in great company of women who want to develop, who want to challenge themselves, and who want to grow. So I know there's always those growing pains, and sometimes it is um, hard, but just by you guys having your cute little tush in a seat today shows me that you're willing to work. And I think God meets us right in the middle of that when we're willing to put in some work. So um, there's a couple of things that I just want to clarify when we're on our journey for um, journey towards um, developing and becoming us. I, for me, for for myself, I'm not trying to discover who I am because God already uh, He already discovered me. There's a scripture verse in um, Psalms, verse 139, verse six, uh, verse 13, it says, "Oh yes, you shaped me." First inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You are breathtaking, body and soul, and I'm marvelously, marvelously made. So we got to tackle that, you know, like we're already discovered, that God already found us. Um, also, like he already uh, knows us, 
right? So got to get past that, that I'm found, I'm known, um, but then there's a job that I need to do. And then second of all, um, I'm not looking to, you know, empower myself and, you know, do this on my own because I already know that as a born-again believer, the power of the Holy Spirit's the one that empowers me. So I need to really rely on that, and I'm not trying to do this thing by myself, try to become me, and I'm not trying to find myself. Like, God found me. I've been found. Let me just, like, get that taken care of. I don't need to empower myself. The Holy Ghost lives on the inside of me. He's got the empowerment part covered. Um, But what I am wanting to constantly strive to do, and I hope it challenges you guys today, um, as I'm wanting to develop into the woman that God called me to be, there's three three things that I, I want to strive to do. Number one, to work on my rough edges. I got a couple. Just a couple, maybe more than a couple on other days, but we all got some rough edges that I think uh, God can meet us in the middle of those rough edges. Um, also, I want to push through my insecurities. I got a couple of those too, but if I'm willing to put some work in, the Holy Spirit's going to meet me there too. And then lastly, I really want to improve on my interactions with others. Sometimes I walk away from an interaction and I'm like, man, I could have said that better, or like, I think I kind of rubbed them the wrong way, or like, man, I shouldn't have spoke up right then and there. I could have left it for another time, or like, was that necessary, you know? So we're just, we be, I believe that God wants to meet us right there in the middle of it. And our journey to becoming who God created us to be is really, the basis of it is relying on the Holy Spirit. And allowing the Holy Spirit to come on the inside of us and allowing him to partner with us and move on the inside of us um, so that we can really move forward uh, and growing. So, again, I'm not trying to change me. I'm not trying to be a different version of me. I'm not trying to, you know, just, like, make myself be this whole different person. I just really want to develop. I think it's so cool that my mom mentioned this morning those increments. And I really think this process of development needs to be looked at like that through that lens of just the increments. It's not like this full on 180, but really we're just taking those steps closer to being the person that God has called us to be. Uh, so uh, like, like I said, there's, there's the catch of I can't really be who God called me to be unless I incorporate the Holy Spirit, unless I have that key factor that I'm listening to that still small voice that I'm allowing God to work in the middle of those things. So I just encourage you today just to be open to the Holy Spirit as we kind of talk through things today and allow him to really um, just point out some areas of growth. Um, that you that we can move forward in Um, but also today as I talk about the strengths and the challenges I really want to celebrate the strengths and really find beauty in the challenges because it is a beautiful process that we're all undergoing you know the fact that we're just even willing to have a conversation about growth I think is a beautiful thing it's a scary thing sometimes for people but I think it's uh it's it's a necessary part of us to kind of get to uh the next phase of our life and just kind of keep, keep climbing those mountains that we have to climb. Uh, so when we talk about the strengths, the, the strengths are, I kind of look at strengths as things that just come natural to us, right? That's just a part of who God created you to be. It, um, it comes natural to you. And usually when you're operating in your strengths, it produces pretty good results. Like you get good outcomes, good feedback from people. You feel good about it. But then on the flip side, you have the weaknesses. And again, the weaknesses are things that come natural to you, but they do not produce the best results, right? Those are the ones where you're like, shoot, it happened again. Like, man. I thought I was working on it, but those are the things that just like naturally come out, and those are the ones you need to harness 
I guess is harness an okay word? <laughs> like you gotta really like harness it so that you can um, be the person that God called you to be. So um, that was just a quick little intro. Hopefully I kind of got your attention for a second. I want to take the time just right off the bat. I'm a pretty visual person and I like to be interactive. So we actually have the personality test for you ladies. And I would love if you guys are the ushers right now, we're just going to go ahead and pass out these tests. Um, once you get them, I'll explain it. It does require a pen. So um, have a pen handy, uh, borrow one from a girlfriend. Oh, we also have pens down here in the middle with Miss Terry. So if you need any, go ahead and grab them. We're going to um, take probably about five, uh, seven, eight minutes. I don't know. I'll see when everybody's looking up um, to be able to uh, kind of go over this test and really talk some more about it. You guys excited? Okay, like uh, these tests are really cool. I've taken tests like this before, and we all kind of know how we, we tick a little bit, but it's cool to really see it laid out on paper. So again, once everybody gets it, we'll take some time, and then we'll come back together as a group. Okay, so what you're receiving is this personality uh scoring sheet. Okay, the scoring sheet is the backside, so don't focus on that one. Um, start with the one that says the personality test. So it's in very small print at the top, the one that says personality test. This is the one that I'd like you to begin filling out. So the instructions are pretty simple. There's numbers on the left-hand side, numbers 1 through 40, um, and that just describes the lines. So there's lines across. There's four different words under each number. Your job is to look at the four different words and check smiley face, put an X by whatever one fits you, whatever one describes you. So you're going to do that from line one all the way to line 40. So line one is adventurous, adaptable, animated and analytical. So check which one belongs to you. I must admit there were some words as I went along this and I did not know the definition to. If you don't know the definition to it, you have two options. Google it or decide it's not you. <laughs> I did kind of both. So uh, let's put a little bit of like mute, like soft music on and you ladies have five minutes. Go for it. I think it's all hitting us how accurate this test is, right? <laughs> all right, let's move forward. I know some of us are wrapping it up, but I do want to move forward here in this session. So really the premise of this session is just acknowledging that the Holy Spirit wants to come alongside you and work within your strengths and your weaknesses, right? God created you, he formed you, um, and simultaneously he wants you to mature into the person and develop into the person that he um, created you to be so that you can fully and at maximum capacity execute the call on your life and be effective in communicating, reaching people, acknowledging people, and just really impacting people's lives. So I think the more that we're able to become and refine, you know, and develop the person that we are, um, 
the more effective we're going to be. And the key ingredient is uh, including the Holy Spirit. So everybody has completed their test, mostly by now. We're all um, f- fall into one of these categories. We are a blend, most likely, of two categories, but I am going to focus on, for the rest of our time together, breaking down the four categories. I'm doing this out of a book that I encourage you guys to invest in. It's $12. It's entitled The Spirit-Controlled Woman. Woman? The Spirit-Controlled Woman. I have a... Okay. The Spirit-Controlled Woman. The author is Beverly... LaHaye, her last name is spelt L-A-H-A-Y-E. I must admit, I was kind of skeptical. Mom gave me a book and was like, go for it. I, I don't love to read. I have to force myself to read. But I didn't have to force myself to read this. Like, this book was amazing. It was impactful. It was insightful. It really hit on that, like, developer that I have on the inside of me. So if you guys are interested in kind of pushing the limit and de- diving deeper into these, I encourage you, spend 12 bucks on Amazon and get the book. But right now, what I want to do is I want all of us to just, you know, uh, have open hearts to hear, allow the Holy Spirit to talk to us, and I just want to break down these four categories, give us some strengths and weaknesses, and some areas that the Holy Spirit can really help us in, move forward so that we can be that person that God's called us to be. So I'm a fast talker, I'm going to like hammer you with a lot of information, but hopefully grab what's applicable to you, and then, you know, just let the other stuff kind of fall by the wayside, probably for someone Beside you anyway, right? Okay, so let's start with the introverts. So this breaks up the categories into two introverts, two extroverts. So the first one is an introvert. We're going to call her Megan. This is Megan Melancholy. So some people in this room may have scored higher in this category. So we're going to talk about the Megans in the room for Megan Melancholy. So as far as emotions, she's gifted. She has a smart, she's smart, gets good grades really analytical, talented in music, a good speller, and very neat. The, the flip side of that is she can be moody, gloomy, pessimist, pessimistic, looking at the negative side, likes to give the appearance of suffering, a hypochondriac, and a tendency to be depressive. So that's the emotional category for melancholy. As far as relationships are concerned, she'll be a dependable friend, self-sacrificing, faithful, loyal friend, makes friends consciously and has deep feelings for her friends, the flip side of the relationships, critical of others, fearful of what others think of her, suspicious of others, can erupt into violent anger after prolonged animosity, can carry a grudge or be revengeful, and can be hard to get along with. As far as activities, the strengths are she's a perfectionist, attention to detail, she does uh, very analytical work, is self-disciplined, Finish what she finishes what she starts. She's thorough and she knows her limitations. Uh, the flip side of the uh, the sorry the flip side of the activities is around here somewhere. Oh, okay, of uh, the activities. Okay, um, she can be indecisive, tires easy, impractical, hesitant to start a new project, analyzes too much, which leads to discouragement. The life, her life work must demand the greatest sacrifice. She has self-denial and service and becomes moody over creations. So let's talk about how the Holy Spirit can help Megan. 
uh, a couple of things. Uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, Megan can cause or Megan can develop a loving spirit towards her friends, causing her to be less critical and suspicious of others, making her easier to get along with. Also, also with the help of the Holy Spirit, um, he can help her take control of her life and help her be more outgoing and less self-centered. Um, also, her pessimism can be counteracted by thanksgiving. Um, as she develops spiritually, she can allow the Holy Spirit to help her fill her she can, as she allows the Holy Spirit to help fill her, she can overcome her critical spirit and be delivered from her self-absorption. There was one note that I thought was really cool. It says that um, because she is so loyal and so committed, there's no other temperament with a greater dedication and devotion to God. So that's, Megan is a pretty cool chick. I like to know a good Megan here in the house. Okay, moving forward to Paige. This is Paige Fed. Felgmatic, right, Mom? Flagmatic. 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 You try saying that up in front of a crowd of people. Flagmatic. <laughs> We're going to call her Paige, okay? So maybe we have some pages in the house. So let's talk about um, the strengths of Paige's emotions. She's calm, dependable, good-natured, easy to get along with, cheerful, pleasant even when she doesn't have much to say, kind-hearted, and peaceful. The flip side of her emotions, she can lack confidence in herself, be pessimistic, fearful, a worrier, rarely laugh out loud, keeps her expressions within, is passive, indifferent, compromising, and self-righteous. Let's talk about the strengths of her in relationship to other people. She's pleasant to be with, has many friends, is easygoing, a dry, witty sense of humor, softening, uh, has a, a calming effect on others, uh, is a constant and faith, she's constant and faithful, diplomatic, peacemaker, good listener, faithful friend, and gives good advice when asked. Um, as far as the flip side of, sorry, I keep, I, keep losing my section here. Okay, that was for the relationship. Okay, uh, the flip side of that is when she doesn't allow herself to get involved, um, it'll kind of hold her back. She can be selfish and stingy, unenthusiastic, stubborn and indifferent about others, teases others who annoys her and not very cordial and has an attitude of superiority. Hey, we all got stuff we're working on. No judgment here. This is like a no judgment zone page. Like, you're doing just fine, okay? Uh, the last part is activities. <laughs> no, okay, this is the thing. We're all a blend of two. My focus today is to break down the two, break down each one. But when I went back and dug deeper in the book, there's like a whole, like way more information about the blends. And the blends is really where you can find, um, like, that really is just like screams who I was. I'm not going to share which blend because I don't want any judgment on me. <laughs> we know what happened to Paige a few minutes ago. So <laughs> you guys get the book and read it for yourself, okay? <laughs> we're going to finish up with Paige and keep sharing some love with her, okay? So we're talking about inactivities. So Paige works well under pressure. She's practical. She has an easy way of working. Um, she's creative and neat, proficient, um, her plan proficient in her plans. Um, she plans her work before she begins. She's a stabilizing influence and a dependable worker. 
On the flip side, she is too calm and serene and becomes an uninvolved spectator in life. She can be slow and lazy and and a reluctant leader, can lack motivation, indecisive over and overprotects herself from much involvement. She can discourage others and opposes change because she's so, um, oh, because she finds comfort in the status quo. But let's talk about how the Holy Spirit can help Paige. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, her fearful, worrying nature can be replaced with confidence and gradually turn her pessimism into optimism. Also, with the help of the Holy Spirit, she can gain a new love for others and a desire to be involved with others. Her selfish and indifferent spirit will change more into a compassionate attitude. Also, the Holy Spirit can help Paige to lose her slow tendencies and laziness and will help develop a new motivation for productivity as she, be- becomes, an invol- as she becomes involved and senses the needs of others. So lastly, just to sum up, Paige, as she develops spiritually and as she allows the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of her, she will do the following. Overcome pass- passivity, give herself to others, learn to trust God in everything, recognize Oh, recognize her fearfulness and replace her fears with replace her fear, fears with faith, um, which will help her take on new projects as she would otherwise quickly decline. So, Paige, you're doing a great job, girlfriend. Allow the Holy Spirit to keep working on the inside of you. So, those were the two introvert categories. Okay. So now moving forward into the extrovert. So, right, you could be a blend of an introvert and an extrovert, or like myself, two extroverts. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about Clara. Clara Cloric? Huh? Cloric. Cloric. Clara Cloric. We're just going to call her Clara, okay? Cholaric? Cholaric. Clara. Trying to enunciate these words. All right, so Miss Clara, let's talk about emotionally her strengths. She's confident, a natural leader, strong-willed and self-determined, opt- and has an, is optimistic, self-sufficient, fearless, and bold. However, on the flip side, she can be highly opinionated, insensitive to the needs of others, unemotional or cold, and little appreciation for aesthetics. She can be unsympathetic and uh, be disgusted by tears of others and almost never cry herself. Okay, are people laughing? I hope you're not laughing because you think this is like totally me. Are you laughing because it could be someone else? Okay, good. Okay, good. Why? We all feel like someone's laughing at us. Okay, so that was the emotions for Miss Clara. Next is relationally. She doesn't expect anyone to do something else, or she doesn't expect anyone else to do something that she can't do herself. She's not easily discouraged. She has a, uh, she is a strong leader. She's a good judge of people, a motivator, an exhorter, and is never daunted by circumstances. Uh, the flip side. Where's the flip side? <laughs> little friend (laughs) shoot I did they have different emojis emotions relationships 
Oh, flip side to Clara. Did we already? Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, okay. It's because here I put emojis and then I didn't do an emoji for that one. I'm a visual person. Okay, flip side. Flip side for relationships, right? Okay. She lacks compassion, makes quick decisions for others, and is turned off when others don't make quick decisions. <laughs> Can be cruel and blunt and sarcastic. Tends to dominate the group, is arrogant and bossy, uses, uh, oh yeah, she can be unforgiving, revengeful, haughty, and domineering. All right. That's okay, Clara. You're allowing the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of you. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about, uh, okay, the positives for her activities. She's a good, she's a good organizer, a promoter. She's intuitive. She has the ability to make decisions. She's um, bold in emergencies and can have a quick, keen mind, has great capacity for action, doesn't vacillate, is very practical. Um, she can easily stimulate others to activity, thrives upon opposition, and sets and reaches goals. <laughs> I love it. Okay, on the flip side of activities, there's got to be a flip side. She can be overly self-confident, crafty, opinionated, bored by details, forces others to agree with her plans, <laughs> tiresome, hard to please, and allows time only for her own plans or projects. Miss <laughs> Clara is allowing the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of her. And these, this is how the Holy Spirit can help her. So it comments that her worst enemy can be her violent anger problem. But the Holy Spirit will help her control it as she commits herself to God. Um, the Holy Spirit will also give Clara um, a compassionate heart in becoming more forgiving and thoughtful, less sarcastic and bossy, and willing to listen to others' concerns. Lastly, the Holy Spirit will help her be open-minded and less opinionated and realize that others do have good ideas and that she can put her efforts behind accomplishing their projects. <laughs> All right, Clara, you can do this. You can do this. Okay, also Clara has one extra special comment on the, the back side. It says, areas of spiritual growth, becoming sensitive to the need of, needs of others, confessing her angry and cruel spirit, and developing an inner beauty by quiet hours spent reading the Bible and prayer. <laughs> Me and Clara need some hours. <laughs> I didn't hear no hours with Paige. I didn't hear hours. <laughs> With, with Megan, Megan and Paige, you're doing pretty good. And Clara, we're going to be putting in our hours, right? We're putting in our hours. <laughs> All right. Lastly, lastly, we have uh, the last of our extroverts, which is Sydney Sanguine. Sanguine. <laughs> The words, that, do you know why I'm not referring to them? I only say them once at the beginning and I just call it by the girl's name because I can't figure out these hard words that nobody knows besides my mother. 
Oh, more people know? <laughs> Stan Gwynn. It's like Stan Gwynn. Excellent. You guys, we only have four minutes and 32 seconds left together. Listen. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. So Sydney Stan Gwynn. Okay. She's... What? You're Sydney. Okay, y'all. Four minutes and 47 seconds. Did I get a minute put on? Keep going. Okay. I'm over. I'm minus four minutes. <laughs> okay. Mom, can I continue for five more minutes? Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay. The last one is Sydney. I, there's like a minus minus. Okay, Sydney. Emotions. Let's talk about Sydney's emotions. The, the strengths. She's warm, lively, charismatic, very talkative, never at a loss for words. She's carefree, doesn't worry about the past or present, is compassionate, um, a cheerleader. She uh, lives in the present, has an unusual capacity for enjoyment. The weakness. She's easily turned to tears, unemotionally unpre- Emotionally unpredictable, restless, has spontaneous outbursts of anger, exaggerates, um, exaggerates the truth, appears phony, lacks a sense of control, makes emotional decisions, is an impulsive buyer, naive, and comes on too strong. How the Holy Spirit can help Sydney. He can help her stabilize her emotions, calm her restless spirit as she develops self-control and a disciplined life with God's help. There's hope for her. Okay, let's talk about uh, relationships for Sydney. She makes friends easily. She's enjoyable and optimistic. More, um, it's always friendly and smiling. Apologi- apologizes easily. Um, is tender and sympathetic. Converse- converses with genuine warmth and knows how to share in other people's joys and sorrows. The flip side of Sydney. She dominates conversations, is not attentive to others while they're talking. Um, She um, desires credit and approval, enjoys people, then forgets them, makes... (laughs) Kind of rough, huh? (laughs) Um, Makes excuses for negligence, talks too often about herself, and forgets promises and obligations. Lord Jesus, help some Sydney. So listen to this. Sydney has the capacity to become a genuine friend and show more interest and concern in the lives of others than herself. And her temperament um, can be improved. Her in- and her attention on herself will need to be min- minimized in order for her to be filled with the Holy Ghost. She's got some work to do. We all got some work to do. Why are you hating on Sydney? It's all of us, right? Okay, so activities. She makes good first impressions, is not bored. She lives in the present, is caring for the sick, easily engages in the new plans and projects, and breeds enthusiasm. As far as um, the flip side, she can be disorganized, undependable, most often late, undisciplined, waste time, has many unfinished projects, easily distracted, and, also, and often falls short of the goal. As she matures spiritually, she can um, start gaining more organization and um, be a more productive person. Um, it says that her, uh, what she needs is to begin, uh, oh yeah, as she begins to mature, she'll be more reliable and dependable and develop greater self-discipline. It says that Sydney is the most outgoing of all the temperaments. She has a unique ability to enjoy every moment, but as she enjoys every moment, she forgets the previous. As she asks the Holy Spirit for help, (laughs) she will become more dependable (laughs) and faithful. Although she is outgoing, she suffers because of her noisy manner and self-indulgence and her weak will. 
Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we all need to work on, and maybe those don't really fit for you completely, but one or two were probably accurate. Like, let's just leave it at that. Um, but... I do want to just note that we can't develop apart from the Holy Spirit, and the sooner we realize our deficiencies, the sooner we can bring them before God and really allow Him to help us work through it. We just really need to be willing to put in um, the work. So I encourage you, get this book. We're a blend of two. It'll be cool to kind of read and get to know yourself a little bit better, better and then just continue to allow the Holy Spirit to work on the inside of you. We got this. We're becoming who God created us to be. I hope you enjoyed this session. It sounds you guys laughed like plenty <laughs> thank you so much goodness that was good I do have to uh, testify and not to take it down to a downer but uh, I you know like she said not everything for every uh, person you're 100% that uh, but I did fall under that choleric Aspect and one thing that uh, that she didn't mention is just that anger. You know, the, uh, the cleric said uh, we had this anger issue, and I just want to testify that um, God God has truly, as I have given that to Him and allowed the Holy Spirit to work in me, and have come before His face on my behalf, petitioning help in that that area that I have become an overcomer through Christ uh, Jesus. He he overcame for me, and through him I have overcome. So there are areas, and, I, and this is a great session, and I loved laughing because there were some things, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. It was hilarious. But the truth of it is, is God wants to work in and through you and through your personality. And when you give and you lay it out to him and you give that thing back to him, and it may be hours and it took years, but God did work through me and he has done a great work. And I am just be forever grateful. Praise God. He'll do the same thing for you. He'll do the same thing for you. He wants you to blossom. He wants you to grow. He wants you um, to be able to be with people and to reach them and for them to hear you and not to have any of these weaknesses block and clutter and uh, detour uh, the message that God has placed in your heart to give. So give it to him. Uh, we've readily, all of us have seen what our weaknesses are, and we know what our strengths are. Um, but God, God wants to work in in all of those things. So in everything, just give it to him. Let him per- perfect you. He wants to bring you to perfection, and perfection won't come until we're in heaven. But we're we're on this journey. Uh, the increments. It takes time. It takes uh, effort. It takes diligence. It, it takes bringing it back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I I lashed out. I'm sorry that I let anger take a hold of me again. Please forgive me. Help me, Father. And we move on. And then there may be another opportunity that that comes up again. But we just keep taking those same steps. It's just steps. Keep walking. Don't, Don't get discouraged. Don't beat yourself up. 
that I just had this episode. I thought it was free. It's been like five months and I haven't had an episode. And then all of a sudden, here I am. I'm blowing this gasket. I'm hurting the people I love. I, I, it's terrible. And you, your flesh wants to walk away and say, I can't do this. I, it's just impossible. Keep running. Keep running into the arms. Just like I talked earlier. That invitation of the Father. Run into his arms. Don't run away. He wants to help you. He wants to heal you. He wants to bring you into a beautiful, a beautiful place. A beautiful place with him. There's a wonderful scripture, and I know we've talked about being you all day. We've hit it, batted it around from this end to that end, and I hope that from one of those hits that it's, it's resonated and it's, it's taken, taken hold on the inside of you. But there's a scripture uh, that's in Romans 8 9, and this is from the Passion Bible, and I just really do like it, and I don't know if we have it up on the screen or not. But it's Romans 8 9, and it says... If anyone is not joined to Christ, to the Spirit of Christ, he cannot be himself. So if the Spirit of Christ does not live and dwell in you today, I, I know that there, there's just his presence is here and he, he's, he's drawing and he's saying, come, come, I want to work in you. I want you to be you. I want you to be yourself. I want you to be that beautiful woman that I've called you to be. In uh, in Matthew, I, I, uh, Jesus is, is talking to a, a large group, and he says uh, that he um, that he that we need a hunger, that we need to, to have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. That's uh, doing what's right before God's eyes that um, we're free from the entanglements of sin. And we know sin, sin abounds, but grace much more abounds. And grace has come through Jesus Christ. And so uh, we'll just use anger again. That's sin. That's sin. And God wants to cleanse us from that. He wants to cleanse us from these, uh, these glaring weaknesses that aren't helping anybody. Uh, they uh, they alienate us from other people, and we don't want to be alienated. But back to the scripture, is being joined with Jesus Christ, having Him. And uh, it's been said, He being Lord of your life. It's one thing to know and to believe that He is, but to trust Him, as Jasmine so ad- uh, eloquently said, to trust Him, to trust Him with yourself. To say, I trust you, that you are my Lord, that, that you will lead and direct me, that with you I'm in a safe place, that you have redeemed my life through your death, burial, and the resurrection. That resurrection, when I accept you as Lord and Savior, puts me in right standing. It puts me, uh, it justifies me just as if I had never sinned. And oh, the love of the Father, the love of the Spirit, the love of Jesus Christ. So I just want to uh, lay, lay that table out for you today. And if you have never, you've never asked Jesus, Jesus, the Savior of the world, to come and live and be your Lord 
and reside in you and to lead you and 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 say I'm taking I'm taking my hands off the wheel. I don't like where I've been driving. I don't like the the view from here. I want a new destination. I, I want a, I want a new course in my life, and I give that to you today. If 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 you're feeling that tug, there, there's like that. There's just I know because this this is where your spirit, the spirit of man resides right here. We live in a body, but we are created a spirit. We are a spirit being, and God created us that way so that we can have fellowship with Him, and He speaks to us, and He talks to us, and you can sense Him. You can sense him. So I just want to ask everybody just to close their eyes right now. But I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you specifically right now. If you have never, have never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you in a moment for you to raise your hand. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray together. And we're going to ask him to come and be your Lord. And then also, if you have at one time, but you have not, but you're not living for Him right now, uh, you've allowed storms of life, you've let things just come in, crash upon you, and you right today have felt like, oh man, I, I want to, I want to, I want to be in fellowship with you again. I want to come near again. I love being in your presence. I want you to raise your hand. So I'm going to ask you right now. Just no one's looking around. It's just between you and God. Now I'm going to look because I want to pray for you and I want to speak right into your heart and into your life. So I'm going to ask you right now for you just to raise your hand. Everybody across the room, if you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I see one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Who else is going to join that one? I know there's more here. I know there's more here in this room that need Jesus. Oh, (laughs) I tell you, there's nothing better than being with Jesus.